0: One hour. one hour of music. One hour of music. in twenty minutes. In 20.
1: In twenty minutes. The past is a disaster and the future turns faster now. What you say we go and
0: get a boo. Hello and welcome to one hour of music in twenty minutes. I'm Hermani Gilchrist. This episode is dedicated to the songs that I loved pretty much straight away. Songs that got stuck in my head from the first listen. And wondering what makes them stick. What part of them is it that catches? You think lots of great songs are catchy for different reasons. Some people say it's to do with your own association with the song. Some say it's the existence of a hook in the song itself. A classic catchy, catchy, catchy song tends to be catchy like a virus, infecting everyone who hears it. Like, take the viral success of Hey Now Now by the Cloud Room.
1: What you dream, and now, cut it up and slip it back in. I know, and I know, and I know, eh, now, now, the smallest things are crushing me now. The crush, crush, crush is so comforting now. The hook just slammed in the sun, and I know, and I know, and
0: I know. I wondered, is it about using repetition? Building it up and embedding the hook deeper and deeper, like in Arcade Fire's Rebellion wise.
1: Some place I can stay at Something I can do right Somewhere on the outside
0: But maybe there's two categories of catchiness, catchy for everybody, the whole world is completely addicted and it's popular across the board, and catchy on a personal level. It's like an addiction, and the first time is like the first hit, it's a huge rush, a sense of being awash, and you can't imagine a song being better than that, so you want more. Lately, I've been getting that high off this track by the editors, Munich. that stage where you're listening to one song over and over and over my friend Heidi got hooked on that and then she shared it with me and is that a characteristic of really catchy songs that you remember to mention them to other people like have you heard this this is so great like this chain of addiction traveling around the world being passed on friend to friend It's interesting that the word hook is used quite a bit in reference to catchy songs to describe the bit of the song that gets stuck in your brain, like maybe a chord progression or the way a lyric sounds. An article on the BBC News website described the effect of catchy songs as causing a brain itch that can only be scratched by repeating the tune. I've definitely felt something really similar to that. You can't rest, you can't think of anything else. You've got to hear it again, you've got to scratch it. But I think other songs are catchy because of the way your body reacts to them, like this one. Just fun. It's
2: coming up, it's coming out, it's coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up, it's
1: coming up, it's there.
0: love the video clip for that with that little guy dancing around. I think that really summarises what's so great about that song. Then I think there's another kind of catchy where I get addicted to the happiness that I get from listening to the song. There's something so perfect and gorgeous about it. You know it's going to deliver, you know it's going to provide that feel good and you get addicted to that feeling. This postal service song, Such Great Heights, was catchy from the very first, and weeks later, still delivers that reliable high. Another real symptom of a song being catchy to me is if it's playing, I have to listen to the song. If it's playing in the background, even if someone's trying to talk to me, I can't help but listen for the little bits that I love. And sometimes I just really want the person who's talking to stop talking to me so I can listen. I guess like all favourites though, favourite songs shift and alter – and this next song is by Rufus Wainwright, and I was completely addicted to it last year. It's a great one for a catchy lyric, and it would start playing, however incompletely, in my head until I'd listened to it lots and I knew it by heart. This is Rufus Wainwright, The One You Love.
2: I'm uh-huh. uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: it now and yeah it's great but I don't desperately need it I don't get cravings for it anymore a catchy song can in theory come back and be catchy at any time like this one which has turned up again on video hits lately it's like your older siblings catchy song bumped down a generation our lips are sealed by the go-go's When you're getting hooked on a song, one thing that's really addictive about it is the way that it's incomplete in your brain. So you'll be listening to your own brain recording of the song and you'll get to a point and you'll start going, because you don't know the words. But every time you hear it, you get more detail and get a deeper impression of the standout points, the bits that are super, super catchy. But also the detail of the bits around it. You might go from being kind of hooked on it to really genuinely loving the song and that that's awesome but where should a catchy song go on an album should you do like the arcade fire and put the super catchy one in at track nine or do like this band and open the album with it
2: ice age heat wave can't complain if the world's at large why should i remain walked away to another plant Gonna find another place, maybe one I can stand I move on to another day To a whole new town with a whole new way Went to the porch to have a thought Got to the door and again I couldn't stop You don't know where well and you don't know when But you still got your words and you've got your friends Walking on to another day Work a little harder, work another way Well, um, uh baby, I ain't got no plan I'll float on, maybe, would you understand? Gonna float on, maybe, would you understand? Well, I'll float on, maybe, would you understand?
0: I liked that right away. I remember I was in a shop and I had to ask the girl behind the counter, what's this? This is awesome. And she said, yeah, I just bought it. This is Modest Mouse. That's track one from their album, Good News for People Who Love Bad News. It's called Float On. And they're a great band, the kind of band that if you love them, you can't understand how everybody else doesn't go on about how fabulous they are. This next song I reckon is really interesting because it's catchy after the fact and I'd heard it several times before I realised how much I liked it. And I don't know if it's the slightly offbeat timing or the lyrics, but it's great. This is AC Newman, Drink to Me Babe Then.
1: Come to me please.
0: great AC Newman. A friend of mine put me onto him and every time I made a mixed CD I'd put a new AC Newman song on it and that would become my new favourite. I've fallen in love with a series of AC Newman tracks that way. Sometimes a song gets caught in your head, you personally, your head because it reflects so accurately sometimes spookily something that's actually happening in your own life. And this song was one of those. This is Josh Pike Beg Your Pardon
1: Sitting next to you, so I profess that loneliness isn't always by company cured. The cats are in the windows, dogs are at the doors, the lamps are lit and all the curtains being drawn. But your wants in his heart and I'm wanting yours. Uh-uh. But oh. All- We can be stop and singing, never has a thing to say You're drawn to him, so I get drawn away. Again.
0: To finish up this one hour of music in 20 minutes, a beautifully catchy song, one of the 69 love songs by the magnetic fields from that great triple CD set. a sad, funny and sweet song. the luckiest guy on the Lower East Side. This has been One Hour of Music in 20 Minutes. I'm Hermione Gilchrist. Thank you for joining me. Tune in again.
2: Andy would bicycle across town In the rain to bring you candy And John would buy the gown For you to wear to the prom With Tom, the astronomer Who'd name a star for you I'm the luckiest guy luckiest guy on the lowest